0: And welcome to this, the first episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum, and... Alex! Hello! Oh, no. Nice, nice. That was solid. We got that one out of the way. Yeah, I just my yeah. phone up there.
1: Introduction's done.
0: So, uh, this is a new podcast that we decided to st- to do together. Um, we've been sort of planning this for quite a while now, haven't we? We yeah. that we've on our to-do list to sort of do, we, we end up phoning each other quite a lot, uh, talking about pop culture, media, uh, specifically music. Um, Alex is a professional musician... Just yeah, that's, that's
1: one. Uh, play the violin. Live in London. Yeah. Great city.
0: Fantastic. What about yourself? Uh, I am not. I don't live in London. I don't know. I do. I live in London. I'm not. A, I'm not a musician. Engineer uh, by trade. Um, but you know we like, we like music, don't we? We're big, big fans of music. I mean, you're, I am. I'm a professional. It's it. weird. be pretty rubbish. in <laughs> the eye. Click
1: this. Come on. Look at me in the. It'd be-, It'd be pretty rubbish if I didn't like music and I was a professional musician. That would yeah. be great. Well, firemen don't like fires. Come on, mate. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> you're of
0: course, it's right. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, So this podcast is basically set up. We're going to specialize in songs, uh, soundtracks for movies, specifically movies that we like. Maybe new movies that are coming out, look into them a bit, look into the artist, the genre, maybe where the sort of inspiration came from behind some of them, tell some fun stories, probably yeah. get off off topic a little bit.
1: Yeah, bottom line bottom line is I've listened to a lot of movie podcasts and none of them talk about the music. Well the other ones that lot- you've searched. Well, the ones that probably you could yeah, search for okay. and find them. And so, find yeah. Them. <laughs> the other one, But like that was the, the general things. ones. <laughs> the gen- the general ones. They're like. If they mention the music, they'll be like, was the music good? And they'll go, yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah, the music was good, yeah. Music, music was good. Whereas when I ask you, the mu- was
0: the music good? The music's... You, 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 we've gone forever, don't we? Yeah. You? No, because you know... No, but to be fair... You know, there's an Oscar category. There That's is not. portion. There is. There is an Oscar <laughs> You can make an album can. You can, can um, make an album,
1: they make a do. lot of money. That's how these students make a lot of money. We
0: um, decided that this podcast was going to run uh, on a basis where we both bring a film. I think we probably try and should link them together in some way. Yeah, be form. I probably should. That would be a good idea. Um, that way there's not sort of rambling um, random films that we come out with. Although the first four, because we've got two this week and I think we're pretty set on the next two. There's a yeah. rough, there's a loose connection I think we've got between them. Yeah. Um, there's enough to go on, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that next week. But this week, I think we'll... I reckon it's probably in the description title. I'd probably put it in the title. I'll, probably, I'll put it in That's sensible, isn't Maybe, it? Maybe, yeah. So you'll know the listeners in. You'll know them. We'll know them. Uh, let's crack on
1: with this one. So I think, yeah. Alex, you want to go first? Well, I thought best way to get, get to know me is for me to tell you my favourite film. My all-time favourite film... Bloody hell. <laughs> <home. laughs> okay, keep going. Is a, is, a, is a film called Singing in the Rain i'm singing in the rain
0: just singing
1: in the rain okay the little bars on uh, the, l- l- the little bars there they the were clipping. they were off the they were off the scale off, there off the scale i want to move away from there.
0: the the recorder we need to get some good recording equipment if this goes well we do it okay we go broke then we, we can make that
1: Taking a preparatory sip of Thanks for the beer, by the way. Beer. appreciate that. Oh, yeah. No problem. Nice. No
0: problem. A <laughs> A corona, perchance. <laughs> a, corona perchance. <laughs> a corona, perchance. Oh, yes. Where well, did you find this delight? Oh, Sains- this-
1: Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's, nice. Cool. Yeah. Very good. plugging?
0: Sainsbury's, you want to give us something? We're happy to receive things. I uh, I like uh, corona. Lovely corona. Yeah. Take, another, take another drink. Listen to this drink. Yeah. Here we go. Oh. A, re- a refreshing... Oh, it's overflowing. Oh. Overflowing. A refreshing Corona Singing in the Rain I had not watched this movie before You've been talking about this movie for quite a while So this
1: is what I was very much excited about I mainly wanted to start this podcast So I could finally sit Callum down And watch Singing in the Rain Because it's great It's one of the best movies ever made No joke And if you haven't seen it You should go and watch it now Because it's just lovely Pause this,
0: come back to this because we, oh, that's a great point. Um, spoilers for everything. I mean, it's a what is movie made in the fifties, so if you haven't seen yeah. it by now, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, um, bit of Spoiler spoilers throughout because I think whenever we talk about a movie, you know, I think the music always is laid over by certain plot points in a film. You know this. You're listening to this, and you, you know, I'm not explaining this for the first time. But yeah, spoil, spoilers throughout. I think that's probably a pretty definitely, pretty good definitely. statement there. Okay, start us off. What do well, we want to talk about with it?
1: Well, I mean. If you've not seen Singing in the Rain, you'll definitely have heard of it, and if not have heard of it, at least heard of its title song, Singing in the Rain. What you okay. might not know is that it was originally conceived as like a greatest hit of the songwriters who wrote like pretty much all the songs who were uh, named Arthur Freed and Nacio Herb Brown. Now, I have no idea if I'm saying Nacio right. I'm no, Brown, you, you got Brown right. I got that's Brown I right. Brown. Okay, fine. I'm oh, sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> take, I'll take Brown. Nice. Good.
0: Bet you bloody will. Okay, take, so... Uh, take uh, take Brown. But that's, yeah. yeah, okay, fine. I mean, yeah. so so Singing in the Rain, the song... Yeah. The song for... That wasn't written for the movie. Wrote for Definitely the movie. not. No.
1: Um, Arthur Freed wrote the lyrics for it, and it was published in 1929. So... You know, a good twenty years before this movie came out.
0: I mean, I guess, like, I suppose that's what happens, isn't it? You know, like, I mean, I was going to talk a little bit about another another thing that that, that uses a song from a bygone era. And I, I suppose everything that installs a uh, sort of song will, you know, look at their back catalogue and stuff. But if, what's amazing is that I don't, I don't think there's another example where a film has went, well, we'll take a song from an, from an older time and we'll, we'll not only. You know, put the song in it, but we'll name the film after that song, which I think is. Yeah. I, I don't think that's ever happened before. I'm sure there probably is. I
1: can't think of any example.
0: We'll set an email up one day. Email in Email in if if there is another one. There's another example. I bet there probably is. We'll get floods of emails. <laughs> yeah. Floods. We, floods we, of emails from, we, this yeah, point exactly, from this made one podcast. So exactly. From this one podcast. Remember, we don't know what we're talking about. We have no idea what we're talking. We're fools. One of us Absolutely. is a fool. Yeah. Guess which one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> a nice
1: game for the listeners there. Which okay, so the talk fool? a little
0: bit. So talk a bit more about that. So production-wise, so you said it was the, the, from the, the silver, the golden age of Hollywood there. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I felt that watching this movie, my first thoughts in this movie were when I, when I sort of turned it off when we finished and you sort of turned to me and said, what did you think of this movie? Because it is an old, it's an old timey-wimey movie, isn't it? There's, yeah. there's old dancing, there's old singing, there's musical numbers. It's
1: very easy to it's... label it, uh, label it as that. A lot of people don't want to see this movie because it's. Uh, old film. It's yeah. a musical film. Yeah. Don't want to watch musicals. Rather watch the Avengers. That, Fair enough. That is it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I mean, we love we love the Avengers, I and mean, we I'm sure we'll talk about the Avengers at some point in time. Uh, that's not this. That's not this one. Today we're going to talk. I mean, the, the thing the thing is with it, right? And it's the same. You said it. You said it, it's really difficult to get guys to watch these old movies, or guys and girls to get to, to watch these old movies and to, you know, to appreciate them for what they are and actually what was going on at the time and stuff but this was i mean the golden age of, of hollywood this is where and i was just drawn to i mean it, it stands up it, it does stand up some of the, the writing and it, it's a bit slapstick in some cases but it doesn't take itself too seriously um, there's some great jokes like I mean I was laughing at some some of the scenes and some of the I mean the dancing my God, I'm sure you probably talked right. dancing a lot I bit. mean
1: that that's a great way to start off one of the first one of the first scenes in the whole movie is this um you know central character Don Lockwood who's a big famous Hollywood Hollywood actor he and uh, his co-star Lena Lamont are like you know they're it yeah. they're Tom Cruise and Scientology you yeah. know yeah. I mean nice good <laughs> linking <laughs> <laughs> nice looking okay. yeah looking Church for Scientology dog? if I you know. want to sponsor us uh, just... actually we don't want their money so one of the first numbers Don's telling the story of how he arrived in Hollywood and they set it against this song Fit as a Fiddle which again not an original song for this movie very few of these songs are original songs for this movie so it was like a, a, a greatest hits as I said and and in in this song uh, the two central characters, Don Lockwood and um, Cosmo Brown, are dancing away on stage in, like, oversized trousers, big makeup. They're basically clowns. Mm. What's really funny about this scene is, like, he's he's narrating this story as if he went to, like, this prestigious acting school. Sure, yeah. Which is really, really funny. And they're playing these violins while tap dancing this insane oh, routine. Right,
0: I remember, yes. This they- is
1: just- Couple of these. If you look closely, some of the violins don't have strings on them. Yeah. they've they're attached to like oh. they use the violins as like a yo yo at one point. Yes, it's nutty. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Insane. Sorry,
0: you're saying that whilst he is yo yoing the violin, he's not actually playing.
1: This is what I'm claiming. This is what I'm calling. <laughs> that I'm was... calling bullshit. You heard it here
0: first, everybody. I'm calling bullshit.
1: They're miming.
0: It's, I'm saying it's a here. behind the scenes. It's a behind the scenes look at these sort of movies.
1: Okay, keep going. Yeah, and. I can just imagine playing the violin part of that while trying to do that. I'm no dancer, no. Um, by the way, and um, it, you got two it, left hands. It just blows hands. my mind. Not even feet.
0: <laughs> two left <laughs> hands. Relevant. Stumbling around on the floor.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No. Um. I mean, you, you get you really get the sense in this opening scene what kind of movie you're you're going to see and like what kind of dedication. Yep. The, act, the actors put into the performance and i think you commented on that a couple a couple of times of like the dedication shown on screen sure. by the actors
0: well it was it was the, it was the part it was cosmo um was doing a dance i'm sure you'll, you'll get onto that one there so it's obviously the first dance of the clowns, i mean the violin amazing amazing part and obviously i can see why you were drawn to that scene in particular and uh, obviously obviously resonated with you um through the violins Cosmo dancing, singing. What was the, what was the song that he sang? Make him laugh. Make him laugh. Amazing. Yeah. That resonated with me because he spent a fair bit of the dance on his knees. Yeah. And now you might know me. I've got bad knees and more. I complain about my knees a lot.
1: I mean, you I'm are over watching, eighty years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm seventy. Oh,
0: Stop there, it. there Stop. it is. No, 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 no. Get the fuck out. I uh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. I watch it there so like you know when some people watch films and you know there's an ins- uh, excruciating scene on the scene you know someone's like cutting something or and the tensions building or something yeah. and, and or someone something with eyes everyone's got a thing with eyes if there's eyes involved in a scene or something like that everyone's that And I, I, I can watch these scenes they're fine as soon as someone's touching their knees anytime someone's moving on their knees or <laughs> jumping around on their knees have you seen the new trailer for the uh, the Harley Quinn movie coming out no I've actually Is, not seen that have yet have you not seen it yet no no right, ok well not to spoil a small one second clip from a trailer. What you're probably going to see after we finish oh this pod. Oh she, she, um, she, they, there's a scene where she, a guy has his feet up on the table, like resting up on the, kind of like what I'm impersonating now, but not with my feet yeah. on a table.
1: For for the for um, the foot- listeners who aren't on uh, camera behind the screen, he's uh, pointing he's his toes like a ballerina, ballerina. pointing his chair.
0: And uh, there's a chap who's got his legs on the table and Harley Quinn. She has no manners. She jumps, she steps, she jumps right up in the air jubilantly my i add and lands square on the kneecaps bending them the other way and i nearly vomited i was it was horrendous i can't stand watching these so when this guy's shuffling around on his knees and stuff i mean look i know that's not that impressive and that's what you want to see because there's other things that he does in that dance isn't there yeah they, i mean talk, talk us through talk us through that dance that scene as well because that's an amazing oh, piece of music wow. i
1: mean i couldn't i couldn't um I oh, well, that's it, everyone! Thanks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> podcast over. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, I suppose one of the most uh, impressive things are uh, the the flips that he does off the walls at mm-hmm. the end of the dance. If you remember that bit, parkour. Right, really. yeah, he basically yeah. parkours off a, nice. off a wall and does a backflip. Twice, and then on the third wall, crashes through, crashes it, through feet, it. Me- feet first, and
0: thus making us laugh, and making us laugh oh, exactly. Well, no. The comic relief in this sort of thing. There, he he's beautiful, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's got. Be- he's a beautiful. <laughs> 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 I know that sounds no, and, and but not as beautiful as Mr. Kelly. I mean, that they are amazing. Yeah. I mean, as leading men, they they know what they're doing, and you look, you know, movies nowadays. You know, say what you like about them. I don't think I think commitment is the word word for them there. Yeah. And these guys these guys give hundred and ten percent. Yeah, they? yeah. Here okay, when well, it's hundred and ten percent. That's like, it's
1: right. No, that. <laughs> nah, but you're right. They're when when they're not doing take when they weren't doing takes for these routines, they were in the rehearsal room like, um, like practicing the next one. Sure. Apart from Gene Kelly, because while doing all this, by the way, he was also co-director. All
0: Oh, right. Which
1: right. Fairly mad. Of course, mad. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It like, was about having it, a lot of your plate. You said he was ill as well during. He was ill.
1: He had a mad fever while while filming the uh, titular singing, <laughs> singing in the dance, raining in the sing. Oh, I was laughing at titular. So <laughs> filthy, raining word. in the sing was. Raining it? in the sing, dancing in the, in the rain, sing. I, raining in the What's sing. What's the name of this movie again? Sing sing in the rain. Singing in the rain. That's the one. That's the one.
0: So, yeah, we will get back. We we'll get back to that. So yeah, you also said something to me which is interesting, which. I guess goes on and I think it it actually enhanced the experience and between these two characters, which was you said off screen they were best friends. Aye. I I mean like I don't know about, like, but like could you not see that yeah, on the screen I mean, though? Well yeah, but I think yeah, I suppose. But I think it was one of these things where like if you'd said to me, yeah, honestly the two of them they absolutely hate each other, they were you know, they were shouting at each other across the street, they were they were they were dropping things, they were mailing used condoms to each other and dead rats <laughs> to each other. Imagine doing that, you know, yeah. like, imagine. So the, I, if you'd said they were doing that and they were, you know, genuinely were at each other's throats behind the camera and, you know, arguing over how the scene should go, you I know, mean, one of them has the power, as you say, you know. One yeah, co-director, yeah. Um, I just think that that would have been, I think it's always a nicer experience when you watch something and you know that they all get on behind the scenes. And I think it, it's a very wholesome movie. Um, it's, very, it's very family sort of orientated, I think, a lot yeah. of the scenes. And, it, and, it, and it's just a nice, it's a nice movie with a nice feeling, a nice little story. I I, it, it's a, it, I, I finished it and I felt happy. I felt like I could sing in any... I was looking for a rain crowd. Well, that's the thing. Like,
1: it's one of the happiest movies. wasn't, actually. It's one of the happiest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And, like, you really get a sense of their friendship in it. Like, one of the other, my favourite, one of my favourite scenes in it is... Do you remember the Moses Supposes dance? Uh, Go on. Right, the scene where um they all get diction coaches. Oh! <laughs> because um, because at this point in Hollywood, they're... um. It's it's like a Hollywood renaissance where sure. they're bringing in um, talking pictures. Sure. You know? um, well, that's it, isn't it? Because they're yeah.
0: introducing the talking picture, and yeah. Is, yeah. And so
1: all the actors have to get diction coaches, and they're okay. doing all these tongue twisters. Actually, bloody what get a diction coach. <laughs> yeah, maybe Did you do. Do you remember those um, tongue twisters? Do you remember any of them?
0: Peter piped a pick of peppers pickled. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: He's not the. He's not that. You do this one with me. He's not the. Oh, wait, I can't do. This. He's not the pheasant plucker. He's the pheasant plucker's son. He's only plucking pheasant till the pheasant plucker comes. Say <laughs> so, yeah, it, go for it. <laughs> say it and try not to say the word a dirty word. He's not the pheasant plucker. He's
1: not the pheasant plucker. He's The pheasant plucker's son. He's the pheasant plucker's son. He's
0: only plucking pheasants. He's only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes.
1: Till the go pheasant, on. till the pheasant plucker comes.
0: Ah, I got you. You said comes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so sorry, tongue. T- you know, uh, that wasn't a tongue twist. You imagine no. that. They didn't, they didn't
1: say that in Slinging <laughs> yes. in the Rain. He didn't say that.
0: Moopy. He goes, He's not the pheasant plucker. <laughs> He's not the pheasant plucker. He's the pheasant fucker. Fuck! Slinging <laughs> <laughs> in the rain. Fucking fuckers. That would be. That would have been a whole new different. singing. Oh no! Christ. Okay.
1: Oh. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. I mean, you've slightly spoiled it now. Sorry. Right? Okay. I was sorry. gonna. I was. I was gonna say one. Of, no. 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 One no, of no one keep one going. Keep you know, going. Okay. Keep going. Go. 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 You go know, I've I've watched this movie it, so okay, many times. Do it. Do it. Do Which one?
0: Uh. Well, start start from right. the beginning because there is some really good ones actually. You were right. There yes. Yeah.
1: There's the Moses supposes one. There's the one about sinful seasons. What's Moses
0: supposes go like?
1: Moses supposes his toes are of roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. Moses, he knows his toes aren't roses, as Moses supposes his toes to be. Amazing. Well done.
0: We got another one? Yeah. One one, one, more. Can you teach me it?
1: Moses supposes... Moses supposes his toes toes are roses. roses... And Mo- Moses, Moses supposes erroneously erroneously. 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 Don't ask me what that word means.
0: Erroneously, okay, nice.
1: <laughs> Moses, he knows his toes aren't roses. Moses, he knows his
0: toes aren't roses.
1: As Moses supposes his toes to be.
0: As Moses supposes his toes to be. Exactly. I'm just going to suppose his toes to be. And then at the
1: end of um of saying this tongue twister, they make a song out of it. And this oh, is one of the right. And this yeah, is one of the few original songs in Singing in the Rain. Okay. This was a song written for the movie as part of the scene, which is interesting because actually, I look at the dance that follows next, yes, and I think, this isn't part of the movie at all, because I just see two best mates having a laugh in a dance studio. Like, I don't see this dance routine in Moses Supposes as contributing to the plot of the movie whatsoever. Mm. It's Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor just having the time of their life dancing around a room yeah. and then throwing stuff over the other guy. They do, yeah,
0: they do. I, I mean, you, because you, you would have done, I mean, to get such a difficult song out, they would have practised that and practised that and practised that. They I mean, that would have been that would a fun time.
1: Yeah, you can see it on film, like they're like making eyes at each other, they're sure, smiling, sure. Like, and you don't get a character that it's... You don't get the sense that it's the characters that are smiling, it's the actors. That's yeah, what yeah. I think. Yeah,
0: I guess that... Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it, I, and I guess that's just... I think that was... You know, you look at the golden age of Hollywood and so everyone wants to be an actor, everyone wants to be them and stuff like that. And I think these are the sort of people that you think about hundreds of kids growing up would have looked up to this and they yeah. would have just went, that is what I want, that's yeah. what I want to do, and that's what I want to be.
1: Well, it's interesting you say that about like kids looking up looking up to people because like this is one of the things that my granny always says, right? Mm. She always brings it back. Put in a bit of context, she's 90 years old at this point. She's, sure. she's getting on. Yeah. Um, And she always says i remember when you came around the house and you'd watch singing in the rain and you'd dance in front really of the television nice oh you wanted to be gene kelly oh, yeah. so bad i'm like right very good well look at me look at me now i decided to be a musician instead of a dancer but oh. so that's a nice little story i'm not <laughs> sure i've about ever told you that before i didn't know that no yeah know. she does she brings that's Sweet. Her, she brings that up you know. did you see that
0: was one of the first movies you saw then
1: Definitely one of one of the first. Really, it's definitely one of the movies I was brought up.
0: I on. always think about it. so. So there's a podcast that we both listen to. Big shout! Uh, Gold, was it Goldstein Films to Be Buried With? And they always ask yeah. the first question in that, which is, um, "What was the first movie you remember watching?" And yeah. I struggle to try and think of this, but it's nice that you've got such a great answer. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's well,
1: definitely that? one of the most important ones. It's definitely the movie that stuck with me the sure. longest. Beautiful, hundred percent. Do you have an answer for that? Is somebody uh, like, or maybe like a group of films?
0: I think I think it was Snow White. I, I don't want to rehash that that whole that whole thing because we be here. I was talking about that. I reckon Snow White. I remember yeah. I, and again. It was at my grand and grandparents' house. It always is. What is it? What, ugh,
1: love it. What were our parents doing? They were just fobbing just us off, getting, off on the of people,
0: sitting on the street corners, yeah. shouting it, shouting it. They were the youth of that day, were they? Yeah. No, no, they were, I mean, well, yeah, they were quite young when they had us. So yeah. they would have been the youths down at the youth centre, yeah. pl- playing game Tetris. I don't know what the game.
1: Is. Tetris. Okay. What 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 the kids were. My dad, my dad the... Sonic.
0: He really? us Sega, yeah, he got us a Sega Dreamcast. But no, I should. We'll go back to Sonic. Yeah. Talk about it a bit later. Okay, sorry. Yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, so let's talk about the central song of this movie. Let's do the it. titular song, "Singing in the Rain." Yeah. yeah. Did you just laugh because I said 10? No. You did, you? <laughs> No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you said so it twice. Immature. We've said it twice. We've got a pair. Well, I mean, what? when you have a song,
0: nah. that's the same name right. the okay. song in the movie. You don't have to explain languages. languages. No, no, you can't explain languages. Go on. Fair enough. I'm really dyslexic. Can you please explain language. Right. Fair so, enough. Sing in the
1: Rain. So, yeah, Gene Kelly was super ill. I think we might have talked about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, she was super ill, took two days to film, and the, this scene was, like, shot on a sound stage. In, in the studio and they're absolutely pelting it with water like you saw yourself how much yeah, water sure, was sure. falling through this thing but what was really interesting because I went very recently to a showing of Singing in the Rain at the BFI um, at South Bank in London which is a British, water British water film water. industry yeah During that's the what they did time that's what they did they were like <laughs> do you want to be in the movie <laughs> buckets of water do you want to feel like what it was to, to be <laughs> nice, in Singing okay. in the Rain sorry BFI right mercy. so there was an introduction Fucking uh, Pouring water right? Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> There was an introduction At the BFI By Gene Kelly's wife uh, Patricia Ward Kelly Oh wow So she came And she talked for about 20 minutes And then what did they do With the buckets of water the Did there, she see them no, coming There are no buckets Two of stage water
0: Two stagehands Creeping forward Like bugs But when I catch be a wabbit with a fucking bucket <laughs> and the whole audience can see it and everyone's holding their tongue and just as she said, <laughs> Thank you very much, thank you
1: Yeah. Absolutely yeah. so you know Listeners, just so you you know how authentic this this podcast is. Whenever Callum gets bored it. with anything I'm saying, it. he just start he just starts.
0: Well, stop saying boring things. <laughs> I'm joking. You've saying lovely things. Saying... <laughs> okay, sorry. BFI film. Yeah. but
1: that sounds lovely. That that's Yeah, it was, was that's really lovely. great. It was a really it was really nice evening. Now. And um, she talked a lot about the making of this scene. The fact that he was the director as well. One of the big challenges they had, like making films in the '60s, they don't they didn't have the same technology as we have now. One of the big problems was lighting the rain. Because mm-hmm. have, have you ever been to, well, let's say, Murrayfield Stadium? Sure. Right? And obviously, Murrayfield Stadium, heart of Edinburgh, at some point you've been there. I just got shivers when you said it. And it's been pelting with rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've yeah, been there yeah. and it's pelting with rain. Yeah. If you're up in the stands uh-huh. and you're looking down to the pitch... Can you see the rain? No, you can't. Can you, you? No, but if you look up into the, into sky, the sky, yes, you can see That's the rain. It,
0: yeah. So you know, and my God, though that moment when Greg Laidlaw just rips off the rips off his clothes and he's got that trench coat underneath and starts singing, singing singing in the rain. In front of the crowd of 70,000 people oh, from, every
1: time. From my memory, it was a team effort. It was Photographed oh, and everything. Beautiful.
0: Big Finn Russell there, giving him the twist. And then the high ball. Finn, oh, well, anyway. Absolutely. We're big fans of Scottish rugby, by the way. Okay. If, if anyone's... We'll move on. Sorry. We're, we're,
1: we're Scottish, by the way. I don't know if any of you work that out. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Nice. Fair enough. We're cutting that scene. Very nice. Yeah. Let's just extend this. New right,
1: look. Okay, yeah. keep going. So yeah, that was really interesting to to hear from her. And she was a she was a lovely lady as well. So she what, came what in, was she, she saying? came well sorry. She only she she was only there for for about twenty minutes, but before she started talking, she came through every row of people and tried to shake as many people's hands as, as she could and say, Hi, nice to meet you, I'm, I'm Mrs. Patricia Kelly. Yeah. It's great. She was such a lovely lady. In fact, there was this really funny guy. That, there was this guy that walked in late. Oh, God. <laughs> there was this guy that walked in late. With a bucket. bucket of water. He, he was and she and she, uh, by this point she had gotten to the back to the back row of people and she was greeting people in the back row nice. which, is I, which is where I was where I was sitting cheap seats absolutely you suit it. absolute cheap nice. seats yeah and he came in came in late and obviously he'd just come through the door he was still holding his ticket and she extended her extended her hand to shake her hand and he handed over her oh ticket. he handed the ticket <laughs> he handed over her ticket Christ, that's funny and he, and, he's, and he and he, and she was like no 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 I don't, I don't i don't want your ticket and he looked very very confused and she's like I'm, I'm Patricia Kelly and he still looked very confused of course yeah yeah <laughs> I don't really click yeah I don't think I, and I think he didn't say anything I think he just mumbled and tried to find his seat <laughs> it was really funny nice everyone around him was giggling that's man. a sweet little story it was, it was quite funny I'd be so embarrassed if I was that guy though.
0: I don't know I think that's a fun story to say
1: I don't think he realised. I don't think he would ever think to use that. I've got as an, an embarrassing act,
0: so. story about meeting someone once, but I'll, I'll save it for another time. My, it's them. my most embarrassing moment i ever. Absolutely. If we'll get to that in a Okay, keep yeah.
1: going. There so we go. we've reached the end of the movie now, or the last act of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's basically settling this huge 15 minute ballet sequence from Gene Kelly called Broadway Melody. This isn't the first time he's done this before. A number of years earlier, he made a movie called American in Paris, right. which. I've seen American in Paris. I've I've seen
0: it live. Yes, I took Maddie to go and see it. We saw it a couple of years ago in London. And they. uh, What's the famous. So, yeah, the story of the soldiers that stay in Paris after the war. And it's a ballet. It's beautiful. Yeah, you remember the sequence I'm talking about? Uh... Right at the end. Uh, it seems so, really weird. So the last yes. So the last song in American Oh my god! I've totally forgot. I've gone absolutely blank. Ellen, um, what's the last song? Sorry, we get Elm, Elm here, one of our producers, helping us. Elm what's the what's the song? Well, I don't the know. last song. Get your phone out. Have a look. Not <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> expecting you, Elham. We answer.
1: We knew you didn't know. We, we were promising. To... Okay, while while
0: Elham's looking for the looking for the for the answer. Okay, keep going with your point. Sorry yeah so for, not the first time <laughs> <Where> was that? <laughs> okay no sorry you, you were saying I, I was not interested
1: not the first time he's done this kind of ballet sequence the only difference between that time and this time Singing in the Rain is is there is a significant part of the movie after this ballet sequence to tie up the movie yes whereas correct me if I'm wrong I think American in Paris ends with the ballet sequence and it's really weird yeah, it's, think, like it does, of, yeah. it's like kind of it's like kind of conceptual a, there was a and song dreamlike at
0: the end. there was a song and I think it was a Sinatra song oh I, 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 I've just remembered it this
1: they can't take that away from me I was there oh. this
0: is the time of your head this is the time of my life do you know what you remember that can movie, can movie better than I do I've away. not seen that movie no, for years no they
1: can't take that away that's it that's how they do it and then they, I, good I, night everyone and then the curtain just comes there thank you thank you Roses.
0: okay sorry you were saying also but it, but the, it doesn't end that way in um singing in the rain does no it? no
1: no. there's a, there's a whole section of the movie afterwards but what i really like about the broadway ballet sequence is it is in effect the real story sure of don walkwood like it start it starts off with like a young hopeful dancer who comes to new york Mm -hmm. to try and make his fortune and you and throughout the ballet you see him um like having mishaps getting rejection um eventually landing a gig in a bar Mm -hmm. um to like you know working his way up through the various tiers of theater that there is on broadway until he's like a big star by the end of it which is after all where we meet him at the start of the whole movie oh which is quite which is quite interesting because these whole ballet sequences are meant to represent like because at the start of the movie when he's telling people his backstory or the fabrication of his backstory and we get to see and we see the real backstory that's like the plot for what the real backstory is. Okay. but the ballet sequence at the end is like the the heart and the soul like the like the emotion what what it means what it meant to him going through that journey, which i which i really like but yeah. the other reason i really really love and um, this whole 15 minute ballet sequence is the music the music is astonishing there's no song in it apart from like a couple of lines where he sings gotta dance gotta dance or something like but that's like the only singing that's in it the rest of it is like this huge big Hollywood orchestra
0: I think there's a joke I think Mel Brooks did it in the producers where he sang the end sequence is the producers are in spoiler for the producers the producers end up in prison um, Stock and Bloom and uh, they're in prison and they're writing musicals from within walls. And the joke at the end is they go, "Gotta sing, sing." I oh, that, that kind of thing. You think that's the singing in the rain uh, reference? I think it is. I uh, think. It, do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Do you uh, remember
1: it? Have you seen it? I don't remember. I remember springtime for her. Springtime for her, like the
0: classics, good talk, Hop Hop <laughs> and uh, yeah, you remember that, the edgy stuff. Her, her face Her fate. That face was wonderful. I think it's a beautiful. We, we should do that one, one time. I'm going to yeah. do the producers no, that'd, be, that'd be great. That's a great one. We'll yeah. talk you, about the producers.
1: You bring, you bring the producers I'll one do the, time. Okay. But like, it's the only piece of like huge orchestral st- scoring at uh, the Broadway Ballet. And as a instrumental musician myself, like I really love, I'd really love to play that stuff. And there's an orchestra that's based here in the UK called the John Wilson Orchestra. Uh-huh. Um, led by, I'm a guy whose name was... is, you guessed it, John Wilson. John Wilson, yeah. Uh, and... He created this orchestra to play this kind of music because nobody plays this kind of music. Symphony orchestras in this country and in Europe and everywhere play, you know, classical, classical music, romantic music, Beethoven, Brahms, Tchaikovsky, all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I love that stuff. Mm. I I live for that stuff. But John Wilson created this or created this orchestra so they could play Hollywood music and. Big jazz standards and things like that, mm. and like it's he's insanely popular. the The orchestra is invite only, so if you're listening, John, love a job. Yep. Just saying. This guy's good. Yeah. You should see him. You should see him uh, open some yep. beers. He's very quick at that. Yep. No, <laughs> no, he's amazing.
0: <laughs> that was him in the intro, by the way. There we go. That's a good set. Oh you don't goodness. want that as your cell, do you? Well, know. You no. have to take the intro
1: off. Look at that. I've got a juxtaposition. You can't have both. You can't have the cell and oh. that intro. I was, I was going to say that I, that we just took a microphone down the tube and like <laughs> nice. mic- microphone to bust. Oh, what was what was it you said about the tube when you came here? You oh. had a funny story about the tube. Oh man, massive segue, but I do have to tell the story. <laughs> it's like imagine being. A, a, a worker on the Tube and your job was to stand in the middle of a platform for hours on end and tell the, the Tube's the London Underground for, for our listeners that yeah. maybe don't know it. we're in London
0: it's the, the Metropolitan no well the Metro is one of the lines but it's the, yeah. the, the, the Metro sorry what the main, yeah say for exactly
1: the... um, imagine being one of those guys and you have to stand on the platform for hours and speak on a microphone and tell angry commuters to stand behind the yellow tired line. Tired commuters. They're the worst ones. Tired. They're the, they're the watch Yeah. Tired and therefore angry commuters. Because everyone's triggered on the tube. Yeah. It's oh, hot. Yeah, yeah. It's crowded. Yeah. Whatever. I um, punch everyone around. Me. Yeah. I don't care. I'll just yeah. start flinging so, my bag around. So imagine your job for hours and hours just to say stand behind the yellow line, mm-hmm. let people off before you go on, etc., etc. This guy had it right. Stand behind the yellow line. Turn around. Approaching, doors closing. Doors clap That's not. That's not. A that's, true not what did. that's not what he did That's not what I did. He announced. I arrived on the platform and then all I heard was a voice from the speaker going alright folks I've got some news and I went oh I don't expect to hear this on the tube every day and he was like yep I've got some news there's a train approaching that's right <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah. scream and you want to go faster and all the commuters are looking around at each other going oh uh, no, he's got us <laughs> what was he said at the end he's, he's absolutely got us he's, he's, oh. he said stand back he said
0: stand back, oh yeah yeah
1: he said please remember to stand behind the yellow line I don't know what I'd do if I'd lost any of you folks <laughs> <laughs> if, I amazing. Lost, if I lost one of you just so so just for my own peace of mind just do it amazing
0: nice and I think that's nice you know that, that must be such a monotonous job and I reckon he breaks it up. Am I might I'd send you my theory on this I think that's a clever a clever ploy because what that does if you're listening to just a monotone stand back from the other line. You're not really going to, you're going to phase it out and stuff, but you hit it on the neck. You hit the nail yeah. on the head there. You said that, God, burping away. You said that you, you when you, when he said that, you instantly perked up. You, you listened, you wanted to hear what, what was to be said and I think that's probably something to be said for that. Sorry. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're, we're, our next film is going to be uh, London Underground Operators, oh, this week it's singing. <laughs> is, is it singing? Is it singing in the rain? <laughs> Sorry, keep No, but that's a funny story. I like that story. Yeah. yeah. Is it singing Alex's the rain? Alex's funny story. That's a segment. We'll call that Alex's funny stories. <laughs> 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 there we go. <laughs> the the Biker <laughs> Grove. <laughs> okay, okay, keep yeah. going. Uh,
1: write in if you remember Biker Grove. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what Adam Jack in that? yes yes they were they oh boy I gave out the I've my potatoes sorry for our Newcastle listeners exactly yeah that Don't was atrocious mean, we yeah.
1: um, we were talking about Broadway Melly, weren't we sure sorry we were yes. also talking about the John Wilson Orchestra and how yep. after this podcast I'm going to get a job there yeah you are fantastic nailed it fantastic now what is amazing is John Wilson went away and he arranged this whole 15 minute sequence okay mm-hmm. This whole score by ear for his orchestra. And like, I showed you the YouTube video on this. How many musicians do you yes. would you say we were on stage? Oh,
0: I, I don't know, at least 50, 40, 50?
1: If not 60. Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you and and they're all like, okay, so there's quite a few, there's quite a few violinists and there's quite a few channels and stuff. But I reckon there's at least like twenty to twenty-five like individual parts. Mm-hmm to have the ear to do that because the reason why the original scores don't exist is because there was a big fire at the MGM um, studios I'm going to say back in the day back in the day because yeah. I didn't look up when we don't, it that we fire
0: cuz we don't actually know what we're talking about do Absolutely. we we
1: have no, no. I did a I did a I did a cursory like but you know Google. what fire is I do, I do know what fire is yeah. and you know what it would have happened, I've never started one no art billy <laughs> We, we musical reference there. Yeah. Musical listener Okay, sorry. Keep Hard going. Record. Yeah. So, like, to hear that level of like, you know, score mm. thing, it's like, mm. can you believe that this well, we, one we, guy managed to do do it all by ear?
0: I mean, the, the, I guess it's the thing. You know, we were chatting with this, this. This, I think, this is where one of the two occasions where it's very difficult. It's like when, you know, it's like when someone tries to explain a long flight or something, and they they can do what they do to tell how you know, everyone's getting in their way and the flight was delayed and all this stuff, but unless you were on the plane, they can talk and talk and talk, but you can't really get into their head of this, and, and I guess, oh, that's a bad example, but, like, what I'm trying to say is that I don't, I guess I, I wouldn't know how difficult that, I mean, how diff? could you, quant, is there another way you can quantify how difficult that would be to do that, to completely write a score? I mean, is that kind of like, I guess it's like trying to write multiple different novels, where the novels characters intertwine. So maybe mm-hmm. when a character leaves yeah. one book, he goes in a room and he goes into the next room, he's in the next book and stuff. I don't know maybe if that is that a weird analogy for it? I mean I don't I can't think of it. Is there a way you can try and sum that up?
1: Because right, okay. So you took you took high school music, right? Yeah. You read you read music. Oh, you read yeah. musical notation. Yeah. And you could probably could write musical, musical notation as well. Definitely not anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I could write <laughs> right. Probably. Right. Sure. Right. I don't just know. Maybe. Right. So, just just you... lines and paper, innit? Yeah. It's, it's easy. Absolutely. It's easy, isn't it. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. writing sentences. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. At the Joined up handwriting. Lost that. Twenty oh, first century. Who needs yeah. handwriting? I still spell with my tongue out. <laughs> Keep going. good. <laughs> so, imagine your favorite song. Yeah. You're going you, and you're going to listen. Got it. To that favorite on a feeling. Song. Dancing on a feeling.
0: No, dancing on the ceiling. Dancing Sorry. on the ceiling. <laughs> That's not my favorite. Oh, what a fee. No, it's not that one. Dancing on the ceiling. Okay, you're taking dancing on my the f- ceiling. My, secret song, my favorite song is a secret, and I shall never utter its word through these lips.
1: And I touched one. Okay, great story. I'm not going to okay this. Okay, okay, okay. Dancing on the ceiling. And ceiling. you're going to start at the beginning, and you're going <laughs> to take just. Just the melody. Someone's, just the-
0: someone's favorite song is dancing in the ceiling. Imagine that. that is someone's favorite. song. I'm sorry for your favorite song dancing in the ceiling, and we're making a laugh. Okay, so I keep going. Yeah. yeah, you take that. So melody. you're
1: taking just the singer's line. Yeah, right. And you've got to sit down. You've got to sit down with a music, a music software program, sure. something, something like that. Software program. A
0: Software program. A
1: software program. A musical notation program. Sure. There we go. Sure. There we go. And you're gonna and you're gonna write out one one line for a four minute song. Yeah. How long do you think that's going to take you? I don't
0: I don't know.
1: Accurate don't, accurate rhythms. One line. All for the right all the right Four minute song.
0: I don't know. Uh I don't know. But I reckon I could do it in a day. Give me a day. Yeah, Okay. So 15 minutes, but I'm a slow worker. I and I I take I, I say I take a lunch hour. I don't sometimes <laughs> I take longer. I take piss sometimes. <laughs> Go for 20 minute poos now and again just to break the board. <laughs> so, you're probably talking about a day and a half, two days maybe. In, yeah. for, two days for my worker. I'm yeah. lazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, okay. I
1: reckon two days. Bottom line is, even though I think John Wilson's a genius. Yeah. I reckon it took him months to do this. You think? I don't of think. For, for, yeah. for a person.
0: He said that he took, it took him to, uh, a day to write uh, two, three seconds of something. Really? A day. Yeah. yeah.
1: Jesus. Accurate scoring. With, that, with God, that level of, with that number of instruments. That's
0: incredible. Yeah.
1: It would have taken a month. And that's just to write it. He must
0: have had to go through it again and have to re- re-go through it again and yeah. get it all properly. I that's imagine That's incredible.
1: So. Like, he must have made edits. Like, no, that's even, even once he put it in front of the orchestra and started playing it, like, live, you would hear somebody be like, yeah, that's not quite right. right. Well, and it's, right. it's also, again, goes back to the people that actually made Singing in the Rain. The level of Dedication that people go to for, you know, to, sure. to present their art sure, were, yeah, is incredible sometimes. And yeah. I find the John Wilson Orchestra to be a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to go and see them, I highly recommend that you do. Yep. And when you do, and you see John Wilson, tell him to give Alex a job. Yeah, give him a job. Give, a, give Alex a job. Because it's invite gonna, only, I can't audition, right, so in, in the somebody's going to have to get me in.
0: In the description of this episode, we're going to post Alex's CV download, print, and send. Just throw it out the window. Just, if you see him passing, just yeah. throw, throw it out. Don't do that. I don't recommend you do that, actually. No. Oh, good. I've got a big burp in the middle
1: <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so, so we've, I mean, we've kind, of re- we've kind of reached the end of, um, of Singing in the Rain, the main kind of talking points I want to do. I just wanted to ask, you know, what were your expectations going into Singing in the Rain? And how was your mind changed? How did it surprise you? I know one thing that surprised you. And I thought to myself, I'm going to say this on the podcast, uh, is when you were a smart arse yeah. and there's this one, there was this one scene Not at the beginning, beginning of the movie where Gene, where Gene Kelly like, is by himself and he smiles to the camera and he puts his hands in his pockets and starts walking and Callum goes, oh, ho, I love it when they do that little visual cue to start a song. Yeah. Was there a song? No. no, there wasn't. He looked like a right knob. No, <laughs> hey, Gene Kelly. Yeah. Now- <laughs> <laughs> I never look like a knob.
0: No, nah, I was looking up. Yeah. Uh, so uh, going in, yeah, I guess like I, I wanted to watch this because like I've known I, I know you so so well, and I know that you've got great taste in pop culture and media, and I know that you know. I think you, you particularly with music, uh, like what. I find myself often, see, when I watch a new film, I go, oh, the soundtrack was good. And you go, eh. Nah. And I go, yeah, it wasn't that good. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of gauge my opinion on music from you because you, you do, you are very, very talented. You know this. And so going into this movie, that was what was going for me. It was Alex says this is really good music. And I did, I like, I, I did know singing. I love the song Singing in the Rain. I think it's a beautiful song. Um, yeah, so I think going into the movie, apprehensive, but I trusted you. I trusted you. It was like, I trust you. I can show you the film. Yeah. And it was I just, you know what? It's an hour and 20 minutes long. What's the worst that's <laughs> going to happen? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm glad you said that because that, that was in front of my mind being like, it's an hour and 20 minutes. I must admit, and it changed, what changed about me, and I said it at the start, and, and I'll repeat myself, it's its how well this movie holds up. Because this movie is basically, it's a homage to the social screen. We've already said that. The golden era of Hollywood. But it was you know, you can see where it films... One, we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently. Yeah. And I'm just like, huh, like, this makes sense. These two click together. You know, in some ways, this is the kind of missing link. Um, another one was quite similar. was La La Land. Yeah. Because of the whole, you know, the Hollywood is the backdrop and, yeah. and the struggling artists are artists in... And it was kind of breaking the fourth wall in the industry. Yeah. I like it when they do that, you know, when you can see the cameramen because they're shooting a scene... Um, and it looked like the scene, you know. It looked almost like I was kind of reminded of like when they were filming *Bounty Law* uh, in *In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, and they yeah, were and, and the scene with the cowboys and and stuff. I, I yeah, I genuinely, I genuinely loved it. I thought, I thought it was good. Do you know who I loved as well? Was um, Debbie Debbie Reynolds? Debbie Reynolds. She stood out like nothing else. She was fantastic. Yeah. Uh I, and yeah, and you asked me, you know, who who is that? And obviously, it's the it's the the mother of of. of uh, of Carrie Fisher, yeah, Princess Leia herself. Princess Leia herself, yeah, amazing. Yeah, she she no
1: she she was absolutely fantastic. Incredible. And the the big incredible thing about Debbie Reynolds in this movie, which I did forget to mention, is that when she got the role, she could not dance. Now, oh, listeners, yeah. i want you to bear that in mind when you when you see her do yeah, this yeah. stuff, and then try and think, could I do that? I bet you the answer is no, unless of course you're a professional dancer, in which yeah. she probably could.
0: But she probably could, but or couldn't. I don't know maybe you're a crap right. professional dancer i'm not i'm a professional uh, i don't know
1: the rest yeah. of you i reckon you'll be pretty impressed
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay is that it anything else you want to want to talk about uh no i think that's uh it for singing in the rain nice Here's beautiful all time favorite movie all time I, I, I give it a two thumbs up out of two thumbs up that's two thumbs our out, two up. but that's our rating two thumbs out of two thumbs yeah yeah what do you give it obviously I, two I, thumbs
1: obviously two thumbs. thumbs it's my all-time favorite movie you give it three thumbs opinion. up
0: so Where'd you get that extra thumb from, Alex? <laughs> Where did you get that from? I procured
1: it. Oh Christ. What a about that man tube dryer? Oh the my god.
0: So my film for this week. Now I um I, I I kind of got the wrong end of the stick here because obviously you chose a film that was that was um beautiful and all tiny whiny and classic and, and actually beautiful melodies with amazing story backdrop. I cannot go into the same level of detail I can or maybe I can. I I can bullshit. I can bullshit. I can bullshit yeah, you the you now I, know, I can or? bullshit <laughs> to you now, and then the and then and then the viewers can rip me to pieces when when this when this airs and then they yeah. go, well, I actually it's not quite I, actually I am a big fan of I'm one of those guys. I write and go, well actually that's quite correct what you said in that. Keyboard so, warrior, that's Keyboard, you know. keyboard <laughs> warrior. Um, so... I am talking about 2018's smash hit on Netflix, The
1: Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You saw what it. What a banger of a movie. You saw it, didn't you? I did, yeah. I saw it when it came out. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, it would have been weird if you saw it before it came out, didn't
1: it? Oh, yeah, but what I meant by that was you... not, I've not seen it since then. Oh, <laughs> oh you've not watched it again? No, so, not, I've only seen it once. So, so I got... should go into this by saying I won't be able to comment as a passerby as well as Callum did for Singing in the Rain. It's... I will say that. I will say that right off the bat. It's
0: it's it's. Do you know I've got an odd relationship with this movie for some reason. So like, look, I, I put my hands up. It's not the greatest movie in the world. It's not the greatest soundtrack in the world. But there's something so charming and so beautiful about this this movie. And when we were talking about doing this podcast and we were going to do movie soundtracks and scores, something about this movie just jumped out at me. And I think it's because the the music in this movie just it just. It, I was just like this. This is it, and it really brought something to the movie. It it brought the funny out of the funny scenes, and it emphasised the darkness and some of the darker scenes.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the segments are super dark. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. talk
0: about meal ticket in a bit because that's a that's a beautiful scene in itself. Actually, is that the one with Liam Neeson? That's it. Yeah, meal ticket. Oh, meal ticket.
1: I forget what they're called, but yeah, that, no, so that I kept
0: think, me up. I right. think it's, yeah, we'll go through We'll go them one at a time. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. starts, so like, I've got an odd relationship with this movie because I was, so I've got this thing where when I'm ill, I just, I have to, I, I kind of, you know, everyone's got their, their chicken soup or everyone's got their, their thing that makes them feel better and stuff. My dad used to put on James Bond movies and it was always like, uh, yeah, it was like, you know, and particularly with Roger Murray, you know, I, I'm like, oh, I've got a, f- got a bit of a fever Oh, stick on living like Die. It's a beautiful day. You know that that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like just just. Do you think, do you think of... we'll end up doing a James Bond episode down the line? Oh well, absolutely have to. Yes. No, that would be fun. Yeah, we could go through each of them. Oh yes. Oh, we'll definitely do that one. We'll John Barry, John Barry music. Oh man, John. Yeah, I've got a funny. Yeah. I've got a funny story. Okay, we'll come back to that. Um, yeah. But no, I, I've got a funny relationship now. When you're an adult, you typically sorry that creaking in the chair. That's not us. That's our that's our chairs. Yeah,
1: I was wondering how long it would take
0: one of us to comment on. The, the chair is creaking, yeah. yeah, that's bad. Well, it kind of sets the scene, cause it's like an old, oh, goodness. Well, yeah, old, and as previously said, we're It's Alex them. just stretching his back out. Nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I've got a bit of an odd relationship with this, uh, because when you're an adult, you don't... I mean, you get ill, but when you're ill, you kind of just, like, you keep going to work, and you go in the tube, and you breathe in people's faces, because that's what people do, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. what people do? Isn't I mean, it's like, what happens <laughs> <that's> when <what we laughs> earlier. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's you can, to You always earlier. pitch it up on the tube. Um, no, I i as an adult you're hungover. that's your illness that's your illness of choice and man i was i don't know what the hell i was doing that before i was you know i was just loser drunk stumbling around i think i had been like a function or a no it was we were at dinner um and i remember because maddie had a friend in town and she was wanting to show around london i was like oh it's a perfect opportunity for me just to have a day in bed and i was like eating crackers and just like shivering and just like feeling like absolute death and this movie dropped and i was like cool let's, let's do this um and the first song, if you remember, it, it opens with the book. So that so the, the, the two sort of songs. The first song when the book opens because it oh, is yeah. a book, the film is about a book telling six individual stories in the West. And when the when the, the book opens is the sort of the first song. We'll get back to that one a little bit there. But the next song that comes on is a song called Cool Water. Now, this song couldn't have come at a better time because I was so hungover and I was like, I just need water. And I've got this guy just oh, like sink cool water. And you just, and I'm just like, oh, I just need fucking water. And now I was in absolute state. Um, so yes, facts on the song Cool Water at the start. It's a standard performed by Western balladeers like the Sons of the Pioneers and Marty Robbins, as well as Bing Crosby, Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, The Muppets, The Replacements, and it was also in Rango, and um, Clint Eastwood in The Mule.
1: Well, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I want to listen to The Muppets version. Of the Muppets, yes. Yeah. I'll be honest... The wrestlers guys. Yeah, they're they're country western singers. Yes, they are. They they're quite are. Similar.
0: They are quite similar. Yeah. Shh, don't
1: don't oh, hate me.
0: <laughs> water. Well, there's a great country western singer actually in this movie. I'll talk about him. In, a second. in fact, there's a few different singers in this movie. But yeah, no. Cool water. I think starts in, and it's beautiful because it kind of it starts the song. But what's what I think is funny about the song Cool Water is it that the lyrics um, reference Dan and Detwell. Dan and I were both burned, and Dan is the name of the horse. Yeah. in this but what made me laugh is they've obviously chose to include this song that's already written and they went well if we have to put this song in it the horse has got to be called that, doesn't it Like, they kind of had no way yeah. around it and I can't think of an example where that's ever happened before what? I was thinking of, well I was thinking have you seen We Will Rock You the, mu- the musical about um, Queen the Queen story I thought that was called Bohemian Rhapsody no, no, that's the film. Oh. the stage performance. Oh, no, I have seen the stage show, yeah. The stage show, have, yeah. What, and, it, and it drives me up the wall. I cringe every time because the characters are called, um, what are they called? Uh, Scaramango. Scar- no,
1: Scaramouche. Scaramouche, and Scaramouche. Figaro.
0: And all this sort of stuff, because it's yeah. and it's absolutely just been shoe-hoarding
1: yes. to that, that... I wonder what song they're <laughs> going to sing at the end of this show.
0: <laughs> it's just like, I watched it, and i Would you like to guess, and boys and girls? <laughs> I my eyes when I, when I watched it. I yeah, watched.
1: but it doesn't matter, count because it's live Queen music, it and is. people will pay through the TV. They will, they will, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so, I and I kind of, I was laughing at that, I was thinking about that one there.
0: Um, but no, so yeah, Netflix funded this one there. So Netflix, so... um the composer, Carter Burwell, um, I've got that right, he's actually composed a few different Coen Brothers movies. So this was a Coen Brothers movie. It The stories span back a number of different years. There's different accounts of these, but basically they were all sort of short stories. And and, and Tim, uh, I forget the name of the, the oh, Tim uh, Blake, oh my goodness. Tim, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson, of course it's Tim Blake Nelson. I was going, well, he's... He's in the new series of Watchmen yet. I've not watched it yet, but it's supposed, that, to, eh? it's supposed to be very, very good. And I've heard he's very good. It? Um, Tim Blake Nelson, obviously, singing Cool Water, but he started, apparently he was signed up for this movie back in the year 2000. So this has been a project wow. that they've been planning for quite a while, and they've been trying to kind of get this off the ground. But uh, And some of the stories were maybe in different orders and stuff. Um, but, and, yeah, and obviously some of the other car- cast members sort of signed up, Brendan Gleeson and you know, uh, Liam Neeson and stuff like that. And yep. James Franco, I think, is in it in one of the segments. Um, but uh, but amazing, yeah. But actually, Carter Burwell conducted his score um, with up to forty musicians at Abbey Road Studios. So the, ah, the music from those actually in London. That's on
1: my bus route. Oh, it was actually. Yeah.
0: Have you been? Have you been into Abbey Road? Studios? I've not
1: been. I've not been into Abbey Road Studios. I'm not like one day.
0: Yeah.
1: I, one day I'll record something there. You think? To- and, I'll bra- <laughs> and I'll brag about it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, yeah. I I
0: think I think it's I think he um. I think it's, like, I've never I've never had a drive to go there but my picture of Abbey Road Studio is just as a, a zebra crossing and all the tourists standing waiting yes But it takes photos. ages
1: to get there on a bus because of loads of tourists trying to cross really? the bloody road is that right because yeah, they yes. all want to get
0: recreate that famous pre-tools.
1: yes and what they don't understand is that it's a functioning zebra crossing <laughs> If you're standing, I've got at, to get. i no, got no, no. To, get to
0: work. I'm sorry, but yes. <laughs> Run them over. Alex is slipping the driver a five-pound note. Just
1: take them out. No. and they're being very, they're being very polite because they're they're motioning to drivers. It's like no no no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna but wait. I'm gonna wait. The law. But that's breaking the law because you you're waiting at zebra crossing. Traffic has to stop. and Let you pass. See, I see. Fair enough. Well, disgraceful.
0: So Carter Burwell did this. Uh, did the soundtrack for this beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. I think some beautiful, moving scores stuff. We'll get into one of the scene. Uh, one of the other. One of the other pieces there. Um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs enters the scene singing "Cool Water." He he stops for a canteen and he shoots up the barn. It's a great, see- great movie actually. If you've ever seen it, and then he strolls into town and there's a beautiful sort of um, honky esque piano melody playing on in the background. It's playing the baritone, and and um, he basically plays the games of cards, wins the game of cards, mm-hmm. uh, or I, no, I think he, no, he loses the game of cards because he gets dealt a specific hand and it's known as the dead man's hand. Um, and, and basically, he decides to fight his way out there. And it's a funny little scene and he sings a song, Surly Joe the Gambler, yeah. um, and they, all, the whole pub sings this. And Surly Joe the Gambler, I think, I think I made a note about this, I was, I was going to sing about this and I completely forgot. Um, but basically, it was based on, a, on an old song. And actually, what happens in this movie quite a lot is a lot of these are recompositions of older songs with real meanings and purposes. I mean, this isn't a great example, and the one I'm going to talk about next is also not a great example. But I'll go. I'll stop. I'll get back to that point I was trying to make there. Yeah. Um. So he sings this Jo Joe Um. Brother comes in. And says you shot my brother. Outside, I want a duel. And so Buster Scruggs goes, "Okay, yeah, we'll go outside and have a duel." And they draw guns, and Buster Scruggs wins. Yeah, and it's and it's over, and he's talking to the count He's broken the fourth wall. He's talking away, and it's. I love the writing in this because he is just he, he he the way Tim Blake Nelson speaks. He speaks in such a sort of drawl, that southern drawl, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And he looks amazing, and it's he's he's, he's just great. As we smile yeah. and everything, like it's it's beautiful. And even like I think he wears contacts in his eyes or something like that. And it's just everything about him. You're like, Oh, that's you he, look, he looks awesome. Like he looks his best. He looks. Fantastic in this. Yeah, he comes across very well. And, him, really. and then this beautiful little melody plays called Careless Drifter, um, and not careless, not not the George Michael classic that we all know and love. <laughs> <That one. laughs> could you imagine that? Just, that would. It. In fact, so we should we should do that. We should put that music on because it's this beautiful piece of music. Um, and i I I was trying to play it the harmonica. I'm not going to put you through it now, but it, it's a beautiful piece of music. Um, where this character, and it's Willie Nelson, the country singer as well, who's dressed completely in black, almost the yin to the to his yang. Yeah. Shoot out, Nelson beats Scruggs. And then a beautiful song starts. Now this song was uh, nominated for the Oscar just this year. Yeah. Um, and it was beaten by "Shallows" uh, obviously from "Stars Born." Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know I think is a great song. Have you, yeah. You've seen it? Yeah, we oh, saw that movie. Yeah, That's we went like to see that together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. You, you love that movie, yeah? Yeah, it was I a cried. great experience. I cried. Oh.
1: I cry at movies. It's something I do.
0: So yeah, so basically the song was written by David Rawlings and Gillian Welsh co writers So Welsh told Variety and when recalling the coin's instructions. Well, we need a song for when two singing cowboys gun it out and then they have to do a duet with one of them dead. You can, you think you can do that, yeah? I think we can do that. The more peculiar the restraints you put upon a song, the more fun it is. So this was kind of a dream assignment. And that was... that was uh, Gillian Rawlings basically sort of said that in an interview. And I think that's quite... I think it's quite beautiful. And I think when you analyse the song itself, it goes... Um, the lyrics are uh, let let me tell you buddy there's a faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes Yeah. let me tell you buddy and it won't be long till you find yourself singing your last cowboy song
1: well I mean that's what happens in the movie isn't it? it, (laughs)
0: but it is but it's also it's so literal but it's so widely I, I was watching that I was like Huh. I remember watching this movie once I came again I was dr- a lot of my stories I'm drunk I'm sorry how many times have you I've, watched I, this movie? I've watched this movie I've watched this movie quite a lot more than I would admit to say <laughs> I, I actually for some reason do you, you know how Netflix have that information they can yeah. see how many times people have watched didn't someone watch like The Fellowship like a 300 times or something like that? something something stupid but this if they looked at the Netflix for this it would be embarrassing for me but it's be, but it's beautiful because you watch the scene and, then, yeah, 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 and it's, they sing together and his angel comes out from the ground and this is beautiful harmony and he goes um, when they wrap my body in the linen sheets and they take my six iron pull the boots from my feet unsaddle my pony she'll be itching to roam i'll be halfway to heaven by horsepower of my own oh. and i'm just like it's just beautiful i'm like of course that's what's happening but it's like and, and it's you know when a cowboy trade dispersal right you can use that for anything like that song is just beautiful i just and it, and it just gives me shivers and it's so and it's mellow and it's understated and it's just like yeah that's what it is and it's just the beautiful anyway i love that song i think it's an amazing song i listen to it an awful lot
1: yeah I think. You don't
0: now don't lie.
1: You're gonna watch this movie after we finish recording. I'm gonna watch it. i watch the sing along version of it. <laughs> this, is, this is what he falls asleep to every so, night. So Yeah, songs. Be- beautiful
0: movie, beautiful movie. Um, and I, I said before this, so Willie Watson sings that country singer. Another famous singer
1: appears, and it's Tom Waits. So
0: Tom Waits is in the the gold
1: for uh, He movie. was, th- yeah. No, that's, a, that's a beautiful it's a, segment. It's a
0: great uh, and, it's, and, the, and the soundtrack is absolutely beautiful for that. It's a beautiful score. Again, um, you know, pulls out the stops for that but the inspiration behind a lot of the score in in Buster Scruggs is actually amazing and the Coen brothers have a real thing for using Irish folk songs obviously with um, uh, uh, what's it called? It, Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. A lot of Irish songs make their way into that song. You know, you've got um, The Shoals of Herring which is a beautiful song that he sings, and Queen Death of Queen Jane. I don't think it's an Irish one. I think that's an English song, but it's a folk song nonetheless. Um, but it so in this song, there's there's, there's three folk songs that feature. Um, now I mentioned at the start of the book, so the book opening is this beautiful beautiful song um, that plays. Now that's an, a, a composition a composition of a song called the unfortunate rake, and it's called the unfortunate rake. It was changed to the unfortunate kid. And it's sung by Brendan Gleeson in the final chapter. He sings the actual lyrics for this song, and if you listen to it, go onto YouTube and type oh. in "The Unfortunate Kid." Um, I forget the name of it. I should I should have written this down. The name the, the name of the guy. it's a beu- beautiful old song, and it's about um it's about a funeral and, and and the death of funeral, and it's about I think it's I think it's it's a woman whose son dies or someone died. Oh no, he's talking about his own funeral, I believe, and um. Uh, walking, da, 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 a bunch of rows and it, it, it's beautiful and, and, and it gets into the it talks about um, Gleason goes on and sings about he's got a beautiful voice by the way if you yeah. listen to it yeah he's, he, yeah he's got a hell of pipes I think it. that's one of the
1: things they say about the Irish yeah, yeah well, <laughs> he, <good stuff. laughs> well he,
0: he knows what he's doing but it's what's interesting about that song is the original version Go to YouTube find it the unfortunate kid Um, it's a very very different song than the original it's a very morbid, dark, depressing, with a with a with a, an accordion playing in the background. It's a very, very old style music. But it gave inspiration to some amazing other songs. And that song, believe it or not, was actually the or the precursor to the song, the famous uh, blues jazz song, Saint James Infirmary. Right. So I don't know if you know Saint St James Infirmary, but it's, it's an amazing, amazing blues song. Um, i not going to get into that right now. I, th- I think there's, there's a couple of movies where I know that's in. We can go back to that one there. One of my all-time favourite songs. A really great cover of it was actually by Hugh Laurie, who did it on his, uh, I think it was Let, Let Him Talk album, which I think it was 2011, 2012. But he did Sid James and Firm. Beautiful song, but this was the actually the original one. The second, so that's the song that's played when the book is opening, but it's Carter Burwell put his own twist to that. It's a beautiful... Okay swelling uh, um piece of music and uh actually at the start the instruments are amazing because it starts with the classical guitar and it comes into the sort of bugle horn that sort of revolutionary horn that plays the tune and it kind of sets the scene of like the the, the midwest and the west sort of um coming over so that was that was my phone um, making the noise there everyone but don't worry about it that's in yours.
1: We'll, we'll edit that out well, nah, nah I'll keep it in yeah. it's a bit of honesty they know what it is now they're not they're probably looking at the phone oh that. god yeah. thinking god this really does sound like a first podcast <laughs> <doesn't it? laughs>
0: the second uh, the second song uh, Mother McCree which is the song that's being sung by Tom Waits during the gold prospector scene yep. again it's a, a beautiful old Irish song I encourage you to look it up it's a be- beautiful lyrics and he actually mumbles the lyrics of it at the end as he's leaving the gold valley um, and finally, the third one was during when we were talking about meal ticket, the sash. and That's the one that Liam Neeson sings when he's drunk, and he's singing it to Harry Smellings. Is, is it Smellings? Smelling, Smelling? I, I can't pronounce it. Dudley Dur- Is it Harry? Sm- is, it Harry Sm- is it Harry Smellings? Smell. He plays Dudley Dursley. You, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, another guy. Okay, yeah. I mean that yeah. itself. What an amazing performance he does. I that's know, right.
1: You know what? I forgot. I I I looked it up, and I did know that when I watched it, and I thought that was incredible. Looking back on it, I'd totally forgotten that was him. Yep. and thank you for reminding me of that because my eyes have just gone like, whoa!
0: And he's and he looks amazing. And his he obviously he's he plays um, well. It's not a quadruple I mean, he's he's a, a guy missing arms and his legs for what for whatever reason he's yeah. not got arms or legs. And, but, and but he's a
1: thespian. He's a thespian. Yeah, it? that's
0: it. And he does so much with his face, and the acting is just so strong with it. And he's and he he does some amazing speech. I think he does. um Lincoln's speech, uh, written by the people for the people, sort of for yeah. sort of speeches. Does he not do some
1: Shakespeare? He does some well. Shakespeare
0: son. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's really really beautiful. And they, they go on about it, but
1: how? What about the ending though? I mean, I don't think we should spoil that ending. It's dark. I know we said spoilers, but maybe we add a little bit of intrigue it is, here to get people to watch. It. it It is
0: dark that end, but it's but you watch it, you're like, oh god! <laughs> it really hits the nail on. you like, oh god! We wouldn't be in the way. It's desperate. The other one, I think
1: the word for it is.
0: Desperate, desperate. De- yeah, desperate, desperate. Indeed. The um, the other one that has the rough ending, and I, I, the, the segment, the gal who got rattled. Yeah. Which was June? Uh, oh, forget her name. She's in there. Uh, the big sick. You seen the big sick? No, I've not seen. The Big Sick. sorry. I mean, one second while I look up the big <laughs> the big sick. Uh, what's her name? Zoe Kazan. Zoe thanks you. Yeah, Zoe Kazan plays it. She's fantastic in this. Um, it's it, it's kind of showing the oregon trail i don't know the origin for the music of this one i couldn't actually find it. I, I mean look i didn't look hard enough obviously i'm sure everything's on the internet somewhere. remember
1: folks we know nothing we know
0: actually <laughs> this book. But, but but it's beautiful but i mean you talk about tragic endings again that one's got a bit of a you know i remember that house that house set that set. jesus <laughs> you remember Summer. how that segment
1: ends yes i do and again I, that was a Pretty tragic ones. Just, well. just, and you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's amazing. It it's it's great story. To, the coins get you every time.
1: Uh, not every time. I've no? seen some stinkers written. By have that. you actually? I have. Yeah.
0: Oh, we'll do that one next. Yeah, week, yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> do
1: <that>. Bad <laughs> films by the Coen Brothers.
0: That's got to be a short list. Though. That is got to be a short, list. I, be a think short list. I think yeah. they're amazing. Uh, I think they just do a fantastic, a fantastic job with with the soundtrack. I think it's beautiful. It, it it tells the story of the west in such a way it adds to the story it's got some amazing musicians who are in the 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 film itself it's got oscar nominated music yeah it's got um, beautiful scores, and the scores are written for several segments. It's not one continuous score and movements coming from it. No. Each score is from a different segment, so it's almost like an individual mini film that he's done. The score, but that's but, but
1: that's one of the things I really, really love about it. Yeah, because it's not one. It's not one movie. Yeah, um, it's how many? How many segments is it? Six. So, six, six, six segments. Six, yeah, six. Six segments with six different tones, different actors, different settings, different moods, and the yeah. music reflects that. And I really, really like that. Yes. It's not bland. No, it's not, it's not it's bland. It's not bland at all. I think that's, I think that's everything I want to say about it, actually. I mean, I feel like you've sold it. Yeah? I'll be watching it again. <laughs> no,
0: nah, you won't lie to me.
1: What? You not to me! <laughs> I'll no, watch that, I'll watch that again. Okay. I'll watch that again. Nice. So we, so
0: there we go, that's both movies done. Um, now the next segment of the podcast, we're not quite sure about what we're gonna do next. I think we just we just call this one the Mints Forward.
1: Something like that.
0: Moving moving forward.
1: I think "movements forward. Movements forward is good. I think the, the the purpose of it, the purpose of it is so that we can basically get hyped.
0: Get hyped about things, get hyped, hyped about, about what's things. coming out, what's yeah. Because we, we spend a lot of time. I think that was another thing about the podcast starting was that we spend a lot of time just phoning each other. And we, we talk for hours. We're like 12-year-old girls, don't we? Just sit on the phone with our legs in the air. Absolutely. Talking about things that are coming out.
1: <laughs> I curl my hair when I speak to you. Do
0: you? No, I don't. No. Uh, I, 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 I sometimes do. Sometimes. I curl my beard hair. Beard hair. 12-year-old girls. 12-year-old 12, <laughs> 12 girls curl their beard hair? I was going to ask. <laughs> okay. Not so, um,
1: what's, been coming out, what's been coming out for you? Have you got anything? Look, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me coming out December... Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. that's it. Full stop. End of. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> no, we. You heard it here first, folks. We, it's going to be we, the greatest we, movie ever made, uh, and there's no reason that it shouldn't be. And you've said that to me before. You've said, "Alex, there's no this. reason why this shouldn't be the greatest movie ever made." I was
0: reading this somewhere. I was reading this somewhere, and it was some. It was um. I forget. I think I can't remember what it, it was. A it was a news article, and it came up, and it was saying. Formulaically, now I'm an engineer and I love formula. I love maths and stuff like this and I think this is why it was drawn to me. Someone had taken time for, I don't know what the inputs were, it's formulaically, this is going to be the best movie. Because they looked at the sort of critical reviews, responses, Mm -hmm. they looked at the story, they looked at where everything was going, the swelling of the music and typically it's gonna. I honestly think they're gonna come out with a bang. I genuinely do think they're gonna. They're gonna pull it off. I'm not one of these guys who goes, "Oh, well, there were mixed reviews on on Last Jedi, and I, and yeah. I think that Rise of Skywalker is gonna, you know, might disappoint some." I think, and you look, we, and we talked about this a lot, and I think that it moves on to. We said we talked about the Sonic trailer, yeah, which ties in with this point. I think they're going to try and please the fans as much as they can. Yeah. Um. I think there's going to be some returning characters. Yeah. Uh, is we, Luke going to be in it? Luke. Yeah. Yeah, I think Luke. Yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure, I think E. Uh, McDermott's going to be in it. Yeah. The Emperor, I think. Yeah. Was. Well, they
1: anu- they announced him at the That's um, at the Star Roll- Wars fan event in Chicago in Easter, I think it was. Roll they, it. They 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 announced the trailer, and then they had the Emperor himself come out on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, just put on an emperor voice and go. Roll it again. Th- this is old news, <laughs> everyone. We're very sorry for this. This is something that's happened a
0: while ago, but we we we're, we've not had a chance to sit and chat about this properly. Not because properly, no. Because it, and actually, that's a great point. I mean, obviously, the other one was Hayden Christensen. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think? Do you think we'll see Hayden Christensen return in this one, forced um, Ghost*?
1: I think the character of Anakin will be involved
0: in it. Oh, so you think it won't be. You won't be Christians. You
1: mean they're going to get... Uh, oh, I'm just not sure. I, what, like, what's he called? Please. He's Con- Connor. Just not a very good actor. No, he's not. He's just not a very good actor. As much as I love Jumper, which is a great movie, mm-hmm. so um, in that on. it's a terrible movie, but it's very entertaining. He's just not a very good actor, and I think that he's the poster boy for what was shit in the pre <laughs> I, I.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not look you're not wrong i think he uh,
1: whether or not that's deserved yeah. or not that's not for me to say what i can say is most people's opinions
0: we've done this there's, there's definitely a, a hating christians
1: so what you're yeah. saying is hating christians
0: is not gonna jake lloyd's in though <laughs> jake, Lloyd. jake lloyd's gonna do the appearance <laughs> i don't know
1: did <laughs> disney spring him out of jail do you think oh is he in jail no he got done in for like drunk driving down in like a in a pod Dad. race in a pod, pod <laughs> <racer>. <laughs> Somebody
0: just got taken out. <laughs> no, it was And it's Skywalker! No, it was Jack
1: Daniels. <laughs> <Sports>. <laughs> no, no, it was in that. like Louisiana. In oh, of course it was. <laughs> it was in like Louisiana. He's like, like, like this muscle One car. One of the swamp band race courses
0: from the pod racer game. Yeah. And, there, and there's Jake Lloyd. he how, how old he must be like how old is he now? What is his thirties? Yeah, we should look this up. How old how old is Jake Lloyd? How old do you think he is? Place place your bet. Oh hang on, here we go. I'm gonna yes. guess yeah, yes. I'm gonna
1: guess, Jake, that he is thirty Don't Google now. Don't Google. Oh, though, no. oh, oh. That, I think he's gonna I, I think go the No no no. Answer. I think I think He's old enough to drink. There you go. I, <laughs> I'm dry. I think he's thirty three. Close. Close? Close Yeah. How old he's thirty. Oh right, okay. It's thirty. You yeah. Younger I thought he was. Then because I was no. trying to, I was trying to think about how, how old I was when Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. Which When was that? Like nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. So
0: 99. how old were you? It's ten years Yeah, he was ten. Old. Nice, quick man. That's
1: was... quick man. <laughs> <know>, literally, you've <laughs> you saved me there because for that whole time I was going so. Yeah. I was yeah. Like how old am I? I no, that's <laughs> probably that's probably <laughs> not the right answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, it will be because it was ten. We are... This is... Uh, this is. I've embarrassed myself. I've got egg on my face. Yeah. In this segment. Egg on my... We should call this egg on my face this
1: segment. Egg <laughs> on my face this segment. No, that's segment. a bit silly. Yeah, it's a bit silly. Oh, it's fine. I don't know. If you made it... If you've if you made it this far through the podcast, you don't care what we say. You don't care. Stage. Yeah, no, we, we're,
0: this is, we're done with this. Um, moving on from Star Wars and Star Wars talking about it, I want to yeah. talk about a TV show that I didn't know that you watched. I remember remember telling you to watch this, but I didn't know you watched it. My, Rick and Morty?
1: Yes. Season what f- a show.
0: Season four coming out. What a fan base.
1: Oh, I mean, like... Yes.
0: It was, like I've been reading... So I was reading up about the fan base. God, they, Like, there's a... Every, obviously, it's... it's You know, it's, it's guys who just... Who like it. It's a quality TV show character. But I think there's a small um, group of the fans who are just, like... Who identify with Rick. And...
1: <laughs> think that he's that guy's a dickhead isn't oh, he? He's an absolute
0: prick. He's a, that, but you but you love him and you you, do love same, him, yeah. you can be it just proves that you can be a bad character and compelling. You can be a bad person an evil person and well, so so th- I think that's the difference. It's it's not it's not a bad it's so, not a bad yes, character. Yes, bad yes, person. Bad person. Character. Yes, sorry that's what I meant. Yeah. And I think that's what people are drawn to. And like you know like don't here uh, listen don't be a dickhead. Like if if your shows if you think your show's better than someone else's show Fine. You, you tell them politely. If they don't agree, then they don't agree. Walk away. Don't don't layer on about how great this. Do you know? what I'm saying? I think that's what I think that's what a lot of things were going on. I think that there was a kind of almost elitism and people looked down because look, it's an, it's a show that identifies um, with with probably with with uh, males who maybe for, for lack of a better word, I think they like that kind of sci-fi Star Wars. You know, nerds. I'm yeah, trying to get nerds. Out. Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> us. Yes, us, us. <laughs> Why do you think we're making this podcast? Why do they think we're making it? I think, uh, yeah, and I, it's a great show. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a song. So, back to the music for this. A song oh, yeah. that, got uh, that, that, that features in uh, Rick and Morty, and it featured first. So, the song is that it's it's known as, uh, on the internet, as the Evil Morty theme. So, you know, yeah, yeah, Evil yeah. Morty is the Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And it's obviously season four is coming out, and will we see him again um, f- more than that? Well, they've commissioned 70 episodes. 7-0? Seven, zero. Seven, zero. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to take them like 100 years well, to make Well, no, it I know, <laughs> well, and I think this was a part of the thing. So, Justin Roiland and, uh, and, and Dan, Dan Harmon basically had said, you know, they, 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 there's some very tongue-in-joke cheeks about this in this... Uh, I've not seen it myself, but apparently there's some very tongue-in-joke cheeks... Uh, I mean, tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek jokes? Tongue-in-cheek... cheeks. If some, It's late here. Circling <laughs> <laughs> the drain at this, this, this point. This folks. one corona has gone to my head. This <laughs> half a sip... There's some, there's some tongue-in-cheek jokes in it, apparently, that kind of reference the fact that, you know, I think it was a year and a half it took from, or nearly two years, I think, from the end of Series 3 to Series 4. And I believe that the large time was negotiating contracts, getting things sorted, planning out seasons. And I, and I genuinely think, I think they've planned... I I I've, oh, I've so been, you think from now going forward, it should it's
1: be all aboard the Rick and Morty. Completely show. yes, I think so. I think. But so see, too. I saw I saw a trailer for the new season Rick Rick and Morty. Yeah. And it made a big deal of saying we're actually only releasing half a season. Yeah. And there was a big tagline on it that said, um, "Half the half the season you deserve, deserve. but um, but a whole season what we can be bothered to make right now." Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's like. They're just trolling because they know also, that yeah. we've all been waiting for so long and, and the fan base so. has been really vocal
0: about it. I think so. And I think even, like, Mr. Poopy Butthole, the line of the last season, yeah, they have to, I love that. I love yeah. dropping that into conversations. It's like, I know, of course, Mr. Poopy Butthole, of course, once said. Of course. I mean, who can forget Mr. Poopy Butthole? <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole. Great guy. I love that show. But, but that's, that's one of the things about that show is that, you notice know, so some of the drunk Rick scenes. He is drunk. I mean, he's yeah. recording. What? I mean, like, what? That must be so difficult. damaging. Exactly. Exactly. Don't don't We're drink, kids. Yeah. Don't. No. Yeah. Wait. Wait. No. What, what even is drink? I don't uh, know what that is. Hell, we've gone and done us again. <laughs> so, um, but basically, um, no. The the point is that they're doing seventy episodes now, and that's and that's kind of the way where things are moving forward. Yeah. So right now, at the time of recording this podcast, I believe the second episode has come out of season four. I think the first. I think I, I've, I've looked on IMDb. The first one did great. Um, a second one I think is also doing very good. No, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, the song is a song called For the Damage Coda. Uh, Now, I found a Vulture article on this, and and it was called How Getting a Song on Rick and Morty Changes Your Life. And the article, I'm going to just quote the article here. It said, late one night in early 2000s, the members of Blonde Redhead were in a barn outside of Seattle that had been converted into a recording studio. The New York based indie rock trio were almost done making their fifth album, Melody of a Certain Damaged Lemons. They had finished. What an album! I know, man. I know. They they had already finished a melancholy song called For the Damaged, and I think that's the first track on the album, The, the Lemons, where co lead vocalist, I'm going to get this wrong, Kazu Makino sang. Signed... No way that's actually yeah, first ca- time. Sorry? No, yeah, yeah. I've been practicing that <laughs> uh Resigningly over a delicate piano and a sparse acoustic guitar. Now, I listened back to the track a number of times. I couldn't hear the acoustic guitar in this. Maybe that's just me being an idiot. It's definitely me being an idiot because it's written down here and it's obviously true because everything you read on the internet is true. Okay, yeah, <laughs> But No, it probably is there. i just trying to So they'd also recorded a more dramatic ex- extend- extended piano vamp for the song but weren't sure what to do with it. Then either Makino or her bandmate... Uh, could Amido Pace, <laughs> <laughs> they can't remember which, that's right, had the idea to add the wordless vocals of the song's melody, ah, 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 you know, you know how it goes. Makino, I think there was another ah, ah, you, ah, ah, you missed Ma- it. Makino originally envisioned it being done by a choir with lots of children, but they couldn't afford that, instead they layered it with about 20 takes of Makino doing herself, uh, becoming, as she says, an army of my voice and, and the article goes on and it tells the story of this of this amazing um, th- this song and it, it it just kind of now that's out.
1: very interesting actually because I don't know because what you're basically saying is that the lead vocalist cloned her voice yeah
0: <laughs> right okay what's evil what's evil morning oh, oh well actually they're it. not they're not Oh, clones. he's got you there! They're not you've clones! Fallen, you've just fallen to your own bare pits, sir. And I don't think you like the look of the grizzly's eyes.
1: <laughs> no, I know what you're going with. I'm sure someone clones in that. Rick clones himself. Nah, Rick clones himself, Yeah, the whole but the whole point about all the mods spoiler when you, when you well, yeah, we already said we were gonna spoil oh, we things so things in this did, podcast. yeah, so we just guys. But the whole thing about all the different Mortys is that they're not they're not clones, are they? They're they're Ultimate different versions from alternate, right. di- yeah, yeah. alternate dimensions. Anyway,
0: fourteen years later, for the
1: Damage Coda was used in the final moments of an
0: episode of Adult Swim's Rick and Morty. So basically, fourteen years after this song was recorded, yeah. it was used, and it was it was recorded as this sort of um, background esque sort of piece of music. And and th- I was reading as well somewhere, somewhere the, the 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 album for the Damage Coda, If you if you uh, sorry, for the damaged coda is the al- is the song, but on the album, mm-hmm. what did I say? It was the something, the lemons. It's a, a melody of certain damaged lemons. The 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 tracks are a sentence that's been cut up, yeah, and that's the that's the names of the of the different songs um, within it. Now, I just want to give you some facts about this because basically it appeared in the end of the first seasons, I believe it's the first season's finale, um, and then it went on from there uh to appear again in uh definitely my favorite episode which was the uh Ricklantis mix up yeah. one that tells the multiple stories in the in the citadel of ricks yeah um and it finishes with the with the twist being that evil morty has appeared again through i, I sort just the final moments and the, and the music itself um so following that, I mean the 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 song itself reached number fifteen on the Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart seventeen years later, just from this right. one TV show. Um, and I I was look I was looking at I was trying to trying to find some. some I mean that image. just
1: shows how popular that TV show is. Yeah.
0: Um. So basically, it was streamed over twenty seven million times on Spotify after the after the episode aired. That's nuts. Which man. is which is amazing, and and if you listen to you, we listened to the song a bit before here. I was listening to it today. There's, there's many covers of it online, but the original, it's, it's just, it does a great job. It's haunting, and it's just, and it's, it's the drum, I think, the, I think it's just the simple drum track. Yeah. And the piano, and it's just like, yes, like, like, it's, it's, it's ominous. Yeah. And when no, the, you're right, it is. I loved it. I think it's a really great, and it's one song that I think they'll use again, I'd like to see it maybe used again in this season. I think they might give it a rest for this season, maybe use it again. Probably the next episode will be <laughs> knowing I've said that. But it's a great it's a great song. And I and I think it's something that probably doesn't get a lot of recognition. I remember a co-worker of mine once, I was he's a big Rick and Morty fan, and I remember I, I watched him, I was chatting to him at some point, and he was listening to his listening to his music. And he was listening to it, and we ended up chatting about the song for ages afterwards. And again, he's another engineer, but we both just loved this. We were just like, Oh, this is this is amazing. Um so Rick and Morty's coming out, season four. Uh, I guess it's already it's already started yeah. coming out there. What's that on? Is that on American things? We're not gonna get that for Oh, a while. I mean
1: I'm uh, I don't don't know about you, but I don't live in America, so no. I don't know where it comes out. No, America. I'm done. <laughs> Maddie's over there. I'll yeah. get her to watch it. I'll get her to watch it and, and report back and then, and then come
0: back and tell me it word for word. <laughs> Take notes, Maddie. <laughs> Could you imagine that's how you watch Absolutely. It. We can't watch it here because we can't have nice things. Okay. Two more things? One
1: more thing? Yeah Another thing. When we want to talk about, it. ooh, let's... we do cats. Ooh, yeah, no, let's talk about cats. That's a weird one. The internet had a very strange reaction when the, track, when the Cats trailer thought it was came out. I was fine. I mean, that was a few weeks ago the Cats trailer came out now. Oh, but it was... It's more than that. Couple, so what... Was that a month? There, there's, been, there's been a Cats trailer for a couple of months now. Oh,
0: has there? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm living in that rock, i am I? Yeah. So what was your thought? So
1: talk us through. So cats. Oh, it's men. It's men. Have you seen the show? I have seen the show. Yeah, I have seen the show. Uh, it's written by Andrew Lloyd Andrew Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah, of course. Um, uh, you know, I'll I'll i admit, not the biggest fan. Not the biggest fan in the world. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't.
0: us was playing the song. That was uh, that was that was the 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 cast members from Cats. What walked yeah. in just there? Yeah. Shoo, shoo, cats! they are gone.
1: <laughs> right. That's that's plenty. <laughs> So, Cats the Musical is written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's based on a series of poems by T.S. Eliot. Oh, is that right? Yes. So it's not... There's not a... What Andrew Lloyd Webber did was he basically just fabricated this fairly tenuous kind of plot Mm. that links these poems together. And the poems are um, a basis for the songs that happen on these things. So what what we're going to get with this movie is a pretty, like... Well, there's conceptual. no plot, is there? Yeah, it's just going to be this... But I think that they're going to try and make it a plot. Oh, I think they're going to try and make it, like, feature-length. God. And we're going to... How we're gonna... do they know how to do that? I have the idea. <laughs> I've got oh, here they come. The do. cats are coming back in. Oh, Jesus, get out of here, cats. Did you not find that strange? You've got Judy Dench. Yeah. Quite obviously Judy Dench in cat makeup wearing a fur coat. And you like, say she looks like a are cat. Are they supposed to be are these supposed to be real cats? In which uh, case why are they wearing fur fur coats? Oh no, I think It that's, just looks very Well that'll strange. be
0: the start of the plot. So the, the, the movie will open with the cat factory and it'll be it'll be like a black and white movie with a bit of piano on the background and an old professor going dun, 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 and then he kinda of goes, Ooh, and then the, the words come up on the screen, I wonder what I'll do today. Dun, 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 and he hops over to his machine and he sees Judy Dench. And he sees his cat, and he's like, D-d-d-d-d. and he's got a portal. He's going to throw them both in there. And then what cop pops out is
1: Deuteronomy. <laughs> I don't know the names. Do you know the names of them? I know the names she, of some she, of them. She is they're all Deuteronomy, isn't she? Yeah. Which traditionally in the show is a male role. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here he goes. So, oh, bloody hell! <laughs> here are all these women
0: coming in. We got the right to vote. Now they're they're, now they're taking our roles. They're taking
1: our jobs. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But then they find out that it's Judy Dench and they're like, Oh that's I, fair I, enough, I,
0: yeah. Fair play. Oh goodness. Here he goes.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I'll be I'll be interested to see it. It looks
0: fairly wacky. So It looks a bit messy. Jason DeRullo is in it. Yep. Taylor Swift's in it. Yeah. More musicians than you can shake a stick at. James Corden. James Corden in it. Well you not know, a yeah. musician, is he? What? Apart from well when he sung a what? yeah he's a he's a musician he loves it does he
1: yeah have you not seen the video of him um, singing take that songs with gary barlow uh i can't remember
0: i think he sang i'm looking forward to the gavin and stacy special sorry we're, we're jumping around yeah, we're at ping let's, pong. Not, <laughs> let's not do that okay, we'll, we'll move back to that one we'll talk about that one at christmas yeah, no, I didn't know he was a singer. I mean, what you, what's your thoughts on all these singers getting... What's all these all these singers coming in? Up, I mean, obviously, was Gene Kelly, We talked singing in the rain, was he a singer? Has this been happening what? for a while? I mean, you saw the movie, you yeah. thought he sang pretty well. Yeah, he did well. He's it well. He was a singer.
1: Oh.
0: So that's how you become a singer. What, you just sing? And they were are to sing. <laughs> Is that what he did? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, you Yes. See how we looking what water coat? I'm clicking my fingers and pointing. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, think, I think the singer, having singers and stuff in, in this. I mean, obviously, the the Lion King came out,
1: ugh.
0: and you ugh, immediately. Ugh. I thought it was, like it was fine. I don't know. I didn't remember watching it. That was the thing of it. it yeah, was, it that's was a accurate. Bit, it was a bit kind of like. I mean, it was just it was shot for shot. Was it nothing, was shot for shot for shot. I don't. I don't I hate, hate them for the song, doing it. But I think. But
1: the question, the question is. If you were to, if you were to uh, come home from work one day and say, I want to watch The Lion King. Oh, that's me which, every day. Which, yeah. That's me every day. That's when am I every not day? Doing that? That's Correct. your every day. Well, just... that, Maddie, I'm home.
0: And she's like, <laughs> and she's coming out of the kitchen already singing. She's got the casserole ready. And and she lifts it up above her head. And I'm like that. She throws you a djembe and you just go to town. And I've got ketchup on my Simba. Okay sorry What were you saying
1: No what I was saying was You come home And you think to yourself I want to watch The Lion King Which version do you watch Cartoon yeah Exactly exactly. And everyone is going to And everyone's going to do that Nobody is going to (laughs) have Those two Well I'll tell you what Give you a better
0: Give you a better analogy Right so um, If you If you're out there If you've got young kids Ask yourself this question You want to introduce them To a classic Disney property Something that you Probably grew up with or, or, Or definitely saw When you were younger if you now have both options to show the kids the animated version or the live action, yeah. what will you show it? What will you introduce your kids the to? The animated, of course one. you would. Yeah, and 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 then you know kids are kids aren't going to want to watch the same. Th- oh, well, mind you, I used to watch the same film all the time when I was. Yeah. Like, what Am I talking about? Am I don't know what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, you probably watched them we've both.
1: literally just finished discussing movies that we've both watched <laughs> multiple hundreds of the times the point I was making about Lion
0: King was and you said it best you said it while we were watching we talked a little bit about this before was that you were distracted because Beyonce was in it and you could just hear Beyonce and sing Beyonce and no, it kind of took you I was
1: not going to bring up Beyonce, uh, because I felt like nobody's gonna want to listen to this podcast if I start by bad- badmouth. Oh, look, don't Beyonce. get me wrong. No, actually, don't She's the
0: wrong. queen. She is, and look, she's great and everything like this. But I don't know. Maybe the the, the 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 casting. I think you said it best. I think you just said it. Maybe took you out of the of the picture. It did take me out. I,
1: I I I basically, despite the fact I was looking at a lion, what I was really seeing and hearing was Beyonce, mm. and I was not seeing and hearing the character of the lion.
0: Yeah, I mean that's and that's that's fair enough, I guess, and I think that. Some people, I don't know. Like you're a musician, you look into these things a lot more than I think. than than, than people probably should. <laughs> you look at more than you should do, yeah. but you end up doing it. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it was a good addition overall. Um, I'm inclined to agree with you a little bit, um, but I'm going to disagree because. I want to be different from you, fabulous. And I like that, and I like disagreements. There we go. So that's that's the. I, I think it was fine. Um, to catch coming out obviously, uh, musician role there. So to get, when's that coming out? Mm.
1: Oh. Christmas.
0: Is it Christmas? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that the show? I think that's it. Yeah, is that the show for this week. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, we hope you enjoyed this first episode. Um, this is episode one. Um, I think by the time we post this, we, there might be another couple of episodes. We'd love it if you could uh, leave a. Well, I tell you what, don't 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 initially review us now. Go away. Have a think about it. Have a have a have a ponder. Maybe think, was that worth your time? Was it was your commute worth that? Maybe listen to it on the tube, listening to the car. But uh, have a think about it. Listen to our second episode. We're going to do one pretty soon. I, I'm sure it's probably there, ready to go. But we would love a five star review. I think. I think that's that's I generally that comes, how this. I think that goes without saying. That's how this thing works, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just want to say thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Ilham, for being on the back of the, the the Google house. Nice thumbs up there. Yeah, we got notes. a thumbs
1: up. I noticed only one thumbs up and not two. Oh, well, we hang used, on. We
0: used two. thumbs up Oh, we didn't. On this was, ba- bastard, ba- bastard, of <laughs> bastard of The Ballad of Buster Scrubs. <laughs> Fuck, we talk about mouth facing blockers and
1: such. <laughs>
0: The bastard of Buster Scruggs. The bastard of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. How many thumbs up do you give out? Oh, of yeah, two I thumbs I up. Do. I get that. Do you? Do you? Yeah, I, I was expecting it. maybe one, but okay,
1: time two. Well, maybe one. Maybe maybe one and half or one. Oh, hang on a minute. No, no, no it's no, no, It's, no. One, it's, no, it's no. two. It's, it's two. It's, it's two. a two. So it's, it's two. two. A, so it's, it's, two. two. It's, it's great. Two great thumbs up. It's a great
0: Fantastic. Movie. So that's four thumbs all around. Eight thumbs all around for all of our movies this week. Amazing. Yes. Nice. Okay. Anyway, that's the show, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh We will see you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.